Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour races from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, February 20th, 2022. And the action continues here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. This is our final race of the weekend. Here is your starting grid for race group number seven. Starting 36, car number 95. It's a GT, GT3, Volkswagen GTI from Belmont, California. It's Tim Linerud. Starting 35th, car number 86, STU Porsche 944 from Chandler, Arizona. Joseph Hong is the driver. Starting 34th, car 49, STL Mazda Miata from Monterey, California. Joe Schubert. Starting 33rd, car 51, STL Mazda Miata, no hometown given, Kristen Valdez. Starting 32nd, car 21, a STL, Acura Integra from Santa Monica, California, Jack McEatron. Starting 31st, car 52, STU from Henderson, Nevada, driving a Mazda MX-5, it's Dale Shoemaker. Starting 30th, car 36, a T4, Scion FRS from San Jose, California, it's Tony Kiristas. Starting 29th in the 33 T4 car from Oceanside, California, in a Subaru BRZ, Philip Clark. Starting 28th in the 191 car, it's STL from Tribuco Canyon, California, in a Mazda MX-5, Richard James. Starting 27th in the 11 T4 car from San Jose, California, in a Mazda RX-8, Stephen Lakey. Starting 26th in the 43 T2 car, it's a Ford Mustang GT from Paso Robles, California, Norm Benson. Starting 25th in the 5 car, it's a T4 Toyota FRS from Sonomish, Washington. It's Rick Delamar. Starting 24th, the 23 car STL Honda Civic SI from Salinas, California. Carl Young. Starting 23rd and 13 cars STL from Glendora, California. And a Mazda Miata. It's Todd Launchball. Starting 22nd in the 198 STL car. It's a Mazda RX-8 from Corona, California. David Zink. Starting 21st, the number 10 STL car, a Mazda MX-5 from Glendora, California, Wesley Molno. Starting 20th in the 78 T4 car, a Toyota FRS from San Mateo, California, Izzy Sanchez. Starting 19th in the 88 car, it's a STU Actor Integra from Black Falls, Alberta, Columbia. That's uh, up in Canada. That's Kevin Lachance. Starting 18th in the 22 T2 car, from Placerville, California, driving a Ford Mustang GT, Casey McLeod. Starting 17th in the 7 car, it's an STU BMW M3 from Danville, California. It's Wilson Powell. Starting 16th in the 47 car, it's a T2 Ford Mustang GT from San Francisco, California. Mikhail Butenko. Starting 15th in the 24 car, it's STU Honda CRX from San Jose, California. Bill Dameron. Starting 14th in the 98 STU car from Shingle Springs, California, and a Mazda MX-5, Mark Hoover. Starting 13th in the 42 STU car from Fremont, California, and a Honda Prelude, Nathan Pope. Starting 12th in the number 4 STU car, or STU pole sitter, from Soquel, California, and a Honda S2000, it's Ryland Hazelton. Starting 11th in the 0 T2 car from Auburn, Washington, and a Dodge Viper, it's Scotty White. Starting 10th in the number 12 GT3 car. And these are all GT3s from here on out. In a, from Petaluma, California, in a Mazda MX-5, it is Joe Carr. Starting 9th in the 77 car. He's driving a Mazda MX-5. That's Michael Heinzman. Starting 8th in the 15 car. Driving a Toyota Paseo out of Santa Barbara, California, Wolfgang Maki. Starting 7th in a 121 car from Alpine, California, in a Mazda RX-7, Mike Henderson. Starting 6th in the 62 car from West Los Angeles, California, in a Mazda RX-7, Christopher Qualls. Starting 5th in the 09 car out of Oceanside, California, in a Mazda RX-3, it's Tony Rivera. Starting 4th in the 48 car from Phoenix, Arizona, in a Nissan 240SX, Doug Ruthoff. Starting 3rd in the 32 car from Poway, California, in a Mazda RX-7, it's Michael Lewis. Starting second in the 53 car from Langley, British Columbia, in a Nissan 240SX, it's Colin Jackson. And your pole sitter, car number 38 from Tracy, California, in, in a Nissan 350Z, it's Troy Ermish. That, my friends, is your starting grid for race group number seven. Mr. Bob? Lots of cars, my friend. Lots, lots of, of cars. cars. Lots of cars.
lots of competition here. I'm looking forward to this race. All right. Well, we've got a lot of cars coming. I'm not going to bring Tim up right now because they're all going by him. And, uh, well, that'll just drown everything out. And we won't see, we won't hear anything from him. So we'll go to him after they get by. And there's a lot of cars coming out. This is our largest field. 36 cars scheduled. We'll have to see how many of these guys actually get out there and are going to run here this afternoon for our final race of the weekend. And I'll tell you, Bob, we've had some great racing today. And coming out to Cal Club, it's always fun. Great people out here. We can't say it enough. And we want to thank Cal Club for having us out here. Absolutely, Mike. Uh, we always have, uh, when the Cal Club hosts an event, whether it be at Willow Springs or here at Button Willow, we've always had a lot of fun. And, and certainly when the Cal Club people come to uh, come east and we uh, get a chance to hang out with them at places like BIR and uh, Coda and uh, Sebring, it's fun as well. So uh, thank you so much for having us, and thanks so much for uh, hosting the uh, Hoosier Super Tour again this year at Buttonwillow. All right, Tim, you have anything to add? Well, the guys are past here, so you should be able to hear me. But we have this pesky little squeal going on here. So I'm uh, trying to screw either way. <laughs> but the uh, big field, very big field, uh, 36 cars. Not sure how many. I tried to start counting, and then the split starts screwing up. So <laughs> tried to count how many we had going out, but we'll have to see when they start drinking the transplant. Well, I'm, I'm seeing all of them but one. So that's a good sign. 35 cars out there. The only one that hasn't uh, tripped the transponder is Phil Clark in that T4 car out of Oceanside, California. Uh, he was starting 29th and uh, does not look like he's going to make the field here. But, uh, hey, we'll see. Great run. And uh, they're waving a black flag already here, Bob. That's unusual because I've got uh, two groups of cars here in front of me, uh, one behind the pace car and another one. Uh, uh, well, it, you know what happens, Mike? It may be that the second group that was released uh, got too close to the first group and uh, they want to get that back under control. Right now, they are one turn apart, and that's not a good thing. Usually, they wanted uh, a couple of turns or a half a track ahead of each other. But our, our first group, under the control of the pace car, is coming through right now. Uh, if they're black flagging this race, it's probably because of a procedural error on the part of the drivers. All right. Well, it's supposed to be a split start with a GT3 up in the front and everyone else behind them. <laughs> well, everyone else was uh, almost up front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Apparently, they've slowed them down a little bit, whoever is the lead driver in that group, and uh, that, uh, that that has slowed down just a little bit. But uh, I don't know. Uh, the, your, those people should, your group should be, the first group should be coming up. Uh, is that actually going to be a black flag, or is that, uh, are they still going around? They, well, they've still got the black flag here at the start-finish line. And uh, they're holding up a sign that says all. Okie dokie. So I don't know what's happening here. Let me. Uh, they've brought them all on pit road. So they're all lined up down in front of me here. Uh, they have not started the clock because they haven't run them by the, uh, the, the transponder yet. So I'm not sure exactly what the deal is here. It's probably that they were too close together on the uh, to start them. Could be. I'm not going to speculate because uh, I have no clue. Well, they were well formed, so there didn't seem to be any other reason other than that. Honestly, Mike, but we'll we'll see. Tim's got the Tim's got the uh, radio. He might have a, some insight into that. All right, Tim. That is a fair All right. Well. Uh, Tim's listening to it, so we'll have to wait a second, and uh, when Tim gets done, he can come on, and uh, we'll find out. Tim, you got anything? They're still checking back and forth. All right, we're getting a lot of uh, splashback from Tim over there. He's not too far from the uh, the PA system, and that kind of plays a little havoc. But uh, and it looked like one car 
came forward in the line and then I don't know where he went, whether he went back in the paddock area and said to heck with it or what happened here? All right. Well, we'll just uh, hang tight and see what uh, what happens over there. Whatever whatever is going to happen will certainly happen right in front of you. So uh, we'll let everybody know as soon as we know. Well, race control, a couple guys talking on the walkie-talkies here with uh, the pace car driver and uh, the, the flaggers. So we'll find out here momentarily. I know I'm sure not going to go over in that room and bug them. <laughs> nah, probably not a good idea this time around. No. So just a little bit of hold up here, getting this race underway. But again, this is the final race of the weekend for our third stop on the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. We're taking a couple weeks off, and in three weeks, we're going to be at Road Atlanta. Heading back east and down south for another one of those uh, southern trips. Bob, I think we're going to have a lot of good southern food when we're down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brazelton, Georgia, just a, an incredible area just north of Atlanta and uh, uh, the, the home of the runoffs for many years. And again, coming up uh, probably in a couple of years, we'll probably have them back there again. But uh, after that, I'm going to the Run to the Sun car show for the following weekend and do live on location broadcast there. So uh, I've got two weekends back to back that are going to be just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, ha just have been told what's going on. Track Communications has gone down here, so they're going around giving uh, handheld walkie-talkies to all the flagger stands. Oh, boy. So that's the situation here. So it had nothing to do with the cars, nothing to do with the drivers. had everything to do with uh, technical difficulties, as we say in the business, and not on our end for once. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, well, what can I say, Bob? You know, we've uh, every year that we've come out here, we always seem to have blown up the tower. And this year, we decided to run all our power out of the building, so we can't blow up the tower. And we've succeeded in that. But so, it blew up anyway. Well, something else blew up. <laughs> wasn't wasn't me. Wasn't me this time. I didn't plug anything in. Uh all right, a shot of iced tea, so I have a little bit of a of a uh, lubricated throat to call this last race. Always a good thing, Mike. All right, let's check in with Slim Tim. He's got to be bored. Tim, what's up? Well, We're gonna go down to. Okay, well, I. I was able to get that information, but you guys that had somebody peek their head in. Um, obviously, communications of a track like this. Yeah, I, I can't have that uh, going over the air there, that background radio, Tim. So, uh, unless you could turn that off, I'll bring you back up. You got it. All right. All right. Sorry about that. that. That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but we know how... Uh, Communications is an important thing out here, so that's safety first. Exactly. All right, I'm getting splashed back. All right, Bob, so I guess it's me and you uh, running the show here until we get running again. Until we get some cars making noise, <laughs> and then that'll kill that, yeah. <laughs> that'll kill the splashback from Tim over there by the uh, PA speakers. We won't have to worry about that. But so... It looks like the uh, the this this side has got their radios. All right, I think they're telling everybody get ready to go here. Uh, so I did see one of the vehicles, uh, track vehicles, go through the infield here. So I think everybody, even over by Tim's side, got their radios now. Tim, uh, I did not see anybody hand them out over here. Okay, well. That explains that. <laughs> Maybe they ran out of radios. Who knows? All right, Bob, let's take a look at this. Now, what, what do you think? We've got Colin Jackson here running in second in GT3. Now, Colin hasn't run in an SCA race, SCCA race in two and a half years because of COVID and him coming from Canada, and he kind of got stuck up there. But yesterday, well he ran second. And and that shows that Colin is uh, is gotten his uh, knocked the rust off and gotten back into the groove rather quickly. Uh, you know, once you learn how to drive a race car, 
uh, it, it doesn't go away. It's muscle memory. And unless you uh, put it on hold for 10 or 15 years, uh, you don't really have to relearn it. It comes back to you very quickly. So I would anticipate that he'll be running up front uh, or at least running in second pretty much for this entire race. And I look for it would be kind of cool to have him win one uh, after all that time. Yep. And cars are moving again. So we are getting ready to go racing. The clock has started. They dropped the black flag, moved the cars, they went by, and the clock is running. So now, 17 laps, 34 minutes. By the time they get back around, it's probably going to be about 32 minutes. So this one may end up under time instead of laps. But, uh, hey, let's just hope we have a great race here. Again, split start with uh, eight GT3s at the front of the field, and then everybody else. And as they all went by, here's the cars that did not go out there. Joe Carr, excuse me, Joe Carr did not make the starting grid. Neither did Scotty White, Bill Dameron, Casey McLeod, Jack McGeatron, and Tim Linerud. So we have 30, 29 cars. Well, actually, Michael Heinzman in the 77 also did not make it out there. So we have 29 cars out there, Bob, for this race. Well, it's going to be a big field. It's going to be competitive, and it's going to be fun. So I'm, I'm excited and waiting for them as we see them coming into the entrance to Riverside right now and uh, going up on the banking. The pace car has our first group of GT3 cars. Well, these are not the ground pounders, but I will say they will shake the ground a little bit out there. Yeah. And they, they got that nice throaty roar. So uh, another good one of those races. You get out there and just go, oh, yeah. Leaders Can you say that one more time, that oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I usually try to save that for the big guys. But, you know, hey, I'll give them a little oh, yeah here for this one. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're coming into Star Mazda now, and uh, our second group is uh, just starting to hop over onto the Lost Hill. So they're uh, a little bit further apart this time. But, uh, again, whoever is pacing that second field is, uh, is running a little hotter than they probably should be right now. But uh, seeing that uh, he has discovered that the pace car is just about a turn ahead of him slowed down just a little bit. So that's... Uh, that's probably a good thing. Lights are out. We're going green as uh, car number 38, our overall leader, heading out uh, out of uh, the S's up through that short straight. That's Troy Ermish, of course, and uh, into Sunset and over to the green flag. Mike? All right. Troy Ermish, 350Z Nissan. Colin Jackson, outside front row, a 240SX Nissan, old school, new school Nissans. And here they come, down the front stretch. Let's get the green flag. We've got it. We are racing here at Buttwillow Raceway Park. Troy Ormish, a great jump. Three wide, back in the pack, and turn at uh, like the third row here. So the GT3 is off to a hot start. Tim? All right, we are single file coming out of Sunrise right now. We've been seeing that name a lot today, guys. Our top three are coming out of the moderate. And Troy Hermes is tearing off him. And then 38, Colin Jackson about two car lengths behind him. And Michael Lewis buttoning up there at the end, about two car lengths in between him. Mike. All right, Tim, here comes the second group. It is going to be Nathan Pope, Ryland Hazelton in the front. Michael Hoover, Mikhail Butenko right behind him as group two comes around sunrise. All right, we had a little bit of a stage there. The number four shot off of Ryan Hazelton as he uh, did a little slingshot move there. Going into sunrise, and I believe that was the 42 of Nathan Pope who's even around. He is now trailing second with only less than car length, and there is just a little bit of a tap there as it looked like Brian Hazelton slowed down there real quick as he was going into the uh, braking zone of Cotton Corners. Mike? All right, send Mike, it over to Bob. Are, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, our overall leader has uh, spun slightly outside of uh, the drag strip, and uh, we now have a new overall leader. Jackson and Lewis, Troy Ermish pulls it back just ahead of Tony Rivera, and uh, he is now in third. So that was a huge, huge situation over over here just a couple of seconds ago. So our leader right now, car number 53, Colin Jackson, 
then then, uh, Michael Lewis, then Troy Ermish got back into the mix here as uh, they're coming around to you. All right, and it's going to be Colin Jackson in 53. He comes down the front stretch to complete lap number one. He already has opened up about a four-car length lead over Mike Lewis. Troy Ermish, he's about another four-car lengths back there. Tony Rivera back about eight. Tim, they're over to you. Troy Ermish has a lot of smoke coming out of the back of his car, and he is fighting to keep it on the track right now. It is really swirling as he was going into the off-ramp and the little straight stretch in front of me. Just a little bit of smoke coming out of the back of Troy Ermish's car. That number 38, Mike, when he come out of Cotton Corners, he should be able to see that as he's switching out. Colin Jackson, Mike, and Lewis, Troy Ermish. Oh, and Troy Ermish is off right at the top of Cotton Corner. All right, he is sliding off. Oh, no, he's not sliding. He is under under his own power, but uh, not by much. As Colin Jackson, Mike Lewis, about eight car lengths between them as they head down, and it looks like Troy Ermish, he is under power. He's starting to pick it up again. But uh, definitely something wrong with that car as he is getting past. Bob, leaders over to you. Colin Jackson, Michael Lewis uh, coming over the hill here at uh, Lost Hill. And uh, those guys are about three to four car lengths apart. Uh, Right now, Colin Jackson's got the measure of Michael Lewis. But uh, we've seen Michael Lewis uh, in this position before. I'm not not going to write him off in any way, shape, or form this early in the race. But uh, then we've got Troy Ermish, Tony Rivera, Mike Henderson. I mean, sorry, Tony Rivera and Mike Henderson. Troy Ermish is uh, falling way back in in uh, in the pack here as they go go on by and come over to uh, come over to you. Tony Rivera going by now and just now as we speak is uh, car 121. That's Mike Henderson. So uh, guys, uh, uh, Troy Ermish not really doing very well this time around. Over to you. All right, leaders are over to Tim. All right, Colin Jackson, Michael Lewis are about five more lengths apart as they're going into the off-ramp right now. And it looks like our third overall right now is George Collins. Tony Rivera is coming into the off-ramp now back up front. Colin Jackson and Michael Lewis, five more lengths separate them as they're going down into the first little part of five corners. And Tony Rivera, he's about three more lengths behind All right, Troy Ermish is coming on pit road. His day is probably going to be done. Bob, probably something broke in the back of that when he spun out. Colin Jackson with Michael Lewis about six car lengths behind him through the dog leg. It is Colin Jackson. He goes into Riverside, catches the bank. He goes all the way down to the bottom of the track, the short way, and following in his footsteps, it is Mike Lewis as they are over to you, Bob. Colin Jackson has got about a 10-car length lead over Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis picks it up just a little bit over Lost Hill, but it's still 8 to 10-car lengths. Michael uh, Michael Lewis not able to uh, to make much up on Colin Jackson. We'll see how that goes as the race continues. But uh, they go into the breaking zone of uh, Star Mazda turn and uh, compress down to about 5, 6-car lengths. Uh, they have a slower car up ahead of them, and uh, Colin Jackson is going to be going past that Porsche uh, 924 on the left side as uh, they go driver's left, and uh, now Michael Lewis goes by as well. So they pick up that uh, slower car at a perfect spot on the straight in between the S's and Sunset, and they're over to you, Mike. All right, so is the, our leader's now pulling away, and it looks like it is Michael Lewis now, only about three car lengths behind Jackson at the start-finish line. Coming around sunrise, it is uh, Jackson getting closed in on by Lewis. So maintaining that three car lengths going into, whoa, look at Colin Jackson locking up the brakes right there. Going into the off-ramp, picking up some smoke. So three car lengths, Jackson Lewis coming out of the off-ramp. Number eight and six car taking sunset. Sunrise a little rotten. Uh, all right, as here they come down into the dog leg. It's opened up to about six car lengths, maybe seven now. As Jackson, whatever he did, he kind of figured it out. He's moving on. Coming right by me now, a great race. STU, Ryland Hazelton with Nathan Pope Tim, right on his bumper. 
All right, I'm going to send it over to Bob for the race lead with Jackson and Lewis. Okay, Jackson and Lewis hopping over Lost Hill right now. Uh, still about 10 car lengths apart, and uh, Colin Jackson is still uh, in the lead here. Into the braking zone. They compressed just a little bit, now down to about eight car lengths. Uh, Jackson uh, going not very deep into that braking zone without uh, uh, with Michael Lewis going a little bit deeper in. As they come out of the S's, uh, they, uh, Jackson is hitting uh, hitting his marks. Lewis hitting his marks. They're still about 10 car lengths apart now as they come out of the S's into the short straight and over to you in Sunset. Mike? All right, Bob's going to come right back to you with the red, a number four of Ryland Hazelton, Nathan Pope. They are in Riverside right now. About three car lengths separate them for the STU lead. All right, Mike, uh, and there they are coming up over the uh, Lost Hill uh, Nathan Pope and Ryan Hazelton. Hazelton in the lead, and they're only, as you mentioned, only about three car lengths apart. Now, let's see them as they go down the drag strip. No real change in uh, in speed. No closing rate. They're about the same distance going into the braking zone. No real advantage there. It is still Hazelton in that STU and uh, Nathan Pope in the STU cars as they're coming through. Now, as they come into the S's, they close up just a little bit. It's down to about three car lengths in between the two of those cars. Looks like the Integra and a uh, MX-5. Integra's got a little bit more legs, and he closes in onto, onto uh, Hazelton there, but uh, not enough to get past him as they go into Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as they come by me now on the front stretch, still about two car lengths separating now as Nathan Pope is closing in on Ryland Hazelton. They come around Sunrise and over to Tim, car length and a half. Yeah, they had it a little slower car there, the 86 That opened up to about two car lengths because of that slower car. That's closing in very quickly as it goes through the off ramp. That's closing in to about a car length and a half as they just got on the high five. All right, two car lengths at the grapevine. That's what we've got as they come down the dog leg. Now it opens up to about three car lengths. Advantage, Hazelton over Pope. Now, Pope's got a good run on dogleg, heading down to Riverside. It's down to two car lengths, down to one. They go into the banking. Bob, it's just about a car length separating our STU drivers. As we're watching them come out of the Riverside turn and into the entrance to Lost Hill, uh, that uh, short distance has gotten out to about three car lengths now as uh, our, 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 over, our leader there, Hazelton, uh, in this group seems to have a little bit more speed going into that uh, into that lost hill as they get down to the uh, the braking zone of star mazda they're going to be coming up on a slower car and that is going to change things up just a little bit uh let's see how hazelton handles that hazelton uh, coming up on him and uh he is uh, still kind of keeping his eyes on the prize here as uh they go into the straight out of the s's about three car lengths apart Hazelton coming up on that slower car. Now uh, 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 Pope coming up on Hazelton, and that's going to slow things down a little bit as they come over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, it's going to be it's a great battle here for our um, STU drivers. Now Hazelton has gotten around Wolfgang Maki. Nathan Pope trying to make the move. He does right before sunrise. Already on the the off-ramp right now, they were able to get past, like Mike said, not even car lane separation. As we're getting ready to hop on the I-5, I think we're going to go side-by-side. Side. Is he going to be able to make it? No, he tucks it right back in, but we're still west of the car lane between Hazelton and Coke. At the top of Concourse, they're making their right hand turn, Mike. They got about a car length between them as they're on the back stretch. And as they go on the back stretch, it was uh, Hazelton that seems to have the, the higher speed on this uh, stretch of the track. It's a car length and a half. Now, there's Hazelton making the move up on. Um, on uh, yeah, okay. Pope making the move on Hazelton, rather. They go into. Uh, Riverside, and uh, Hazelton starts pulling away a little bit. I think Pope's got the better straightaway speed there, Bob. I think you're right, Mike, and uh, it seems like uh, Hazelton is, uh, is getting kind of reeled in, let's put it that way, uh, as they come off of Lost Hill. 
They are uh, closer than they've been in uh, uh, several laps, and they're down to a car length as they go into the braking zone for Star Mazda. That expands out just a little bit as uh, Hazelton puts his foot into it, and uh, Nathan Pope uh, does as well now coming out of Star Mazda. Let's get them into the S's. They're about a car length and a half, maybe two car lengths, but uh, it looks to me like Pope is, uh, is managing to stick right on Hazelton's uh, back bumper as they come press down into the uh, sunset turn. And over to you, Mike. All right, as they come down, it is the, the uh, race for the STU lead. It's Ryland Hazelton. Now, less than half a car like There goes Pope, trying to go to driver's right, pass on the outside. That's not the preferred line. Can't do it. Tucks back in line at sunset. Half a car like behind our STU leader. Still half a car like Yes, he does. And coming out of Grapevine, we have a new leader in STU, and that's Nathan Pope. He now has a car length lead as they go down through the dog leg. He opens it up to two. Two and a half, almost three. Now they go into Riverside, and here's where Hazelton has the advantage over Pope. He closes right back in on his rear bumper. They are nose to tail. Bob, take it. All right, as they come through Riverside, they are still nose to tail. And uh, Hazelton, or Pope, is uh, in the lead. Sorry about that, guys. As they come over the top of uh, Lost Hill, uh, they have expanded out rather drastically with Pope still in the lead. Now in compressing down into the braking zone into Star Mazda, uh, about uh, two car lengths between Pope and Hazleton. Pope uh, still has the measure of Hazleton as they come out of Star Mazda and into the S's. Out of the S's or into the S's, uh, they, Pope uh, seems to have a little bit more speed and uh, this uh, this uh, Acura looks like it has got uh, got more top end than uh, the uh, Mazda MX-5. So as they come around, it is still Pope in the lead uh, for STU, Mike. All right, as they come down the front stretch here now, it looks like Pope's opening it up a little bit. He's got about four or five car lengths over Hazleton going into Sunrise. Still maintaining that five car lengths as we're going into the this time around, when they get onto the backstretch here at the I-5, with Ryan Hazelton is still about seven callings back now behind Nathan Pope as we're going down the I-5, closing the seven on Hazelton. Um, Pope is now just entering the hill here at Cotton Corners. So Mike, about five callings separate Pope and Hazelton the backstretch. All right, as they go through Grapevine, it looks like Pope is opening it up now. Five, six car lengths. He'll be coming up on one of the, uh, the it uh, looks like uh, going to be Christopher Qualls in that GT3 number 62 car. Pope and Hazleton into Riverside. And it does not look like Hazleton's going to be able to catch Pope right now as he is dropping back even farther. Bob? Yep, and as they come over to out of Riverside and into Storm or into the... Uh, the Lost Hill and into the drag strip. They're coming up on some slower cars. This is going to hold Pope up a little bit, but it doesn't hold him up much. And uh, they're down to two car lengths as they go into the braking zone of Star Mazda. Now they are down. Whoa, wait a minute. Well, ho, 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 ho. Uh, uh, Hazleton decides he's going to uh, do a dive bomb maneuver. He gets a preferred line and it changes it. Now Hazleton is ahead of Pope. Pope about a car length back. So uh, let's just change that up. It is now Hazleton once again in the lead in STU as they come through the S's, up through that short straight and into sunset. And over to you, Mike. All right. This is getting to be a fun race here with these STU guys. As they come across the line, let's take a look. It is about a car length. Now, Pope making the run on Hazleton again, going down into sunrise. Don't know. He's not going to be able to do it. Backs off two car lengths behind him. It was one call. He's going to 
off-ramp, coming off the off-ramp onto the I-5. Still about five car lengths between Hazelton and Pope. They're going to be coming up on the slower Miata, I believe it is, here in a second. And he's ready to go into the corners here, that cotton corner. Uh, Hazelton is at the top of the hill. About four car lengths still separate Hazelton and Pope. That's along the back stretch. All right, as they come out of Grapevine, it is Hazelton still has the advantage now. And it looks like he is pulling away from Pope as they are going by some of the uh, cars that are at the back of the field into Riverside. They have definitely caught traffic. Now, Hazelton goes to the outside to pass that slower car. And uh, knifing through between uh, two slower cars is Pope. He's not letting Hazelton get too far away from him, Bob. No, he's not, and that's uh, that's a good thing. It's a good maneuver because uh, if he does, uh, he could lose him and in that traffic, and that would be a bad thing. So uh, as they're rolling on through down into the drag strip, they're still about uh, three car lengths, maybe four car lengths apart into the braking zone, down to two car lengths, and again, coming up on some slower cars that uh, will hold up Hazelton. So Pope uh, might be able to take advantage of that doesn't look like that's uh, created a whole lot of uh, issue for Hazelton. But uh, Pope now about five car lengths back behind him. Hazelton gets by one slower car. Pope gets by the same slower car. Uh, they are coming through at about two wide as they go into sunset. And over to you, Mike. All right. As they come down the front stretch here, I am waiting for them. Here they are again at the line. Still just a little more than a car length. And again, Pope making the run on Hazleton going into Sunrise. Although Hazleton goes all the way to driver's left, cuts the apex. No room for Pope. Still a car length separating. Still making that car length stick. Off ramp here. They're going to have the uh, number 62 to get around here as they come off the off ramp onto the I-5. That closes to the one car length difference in between Hazleton and Pope. Less of the car length now as they're hitting the braking zone, getting ready to go in the cotton corner. They haven't gotten past that slower car yet, but it's definitely holding them up. It's still about a car length separating them. Like to come out of the all right, as they go through Grapevine, they've got that slower car now that is about three, four car lengths ahead of Ryland Hazelton. Now, he has opened up about a three-car length advantage over Pope, but as usual through the dogleg, here comes Pope with a head of steam into Riverside. They still haven't caught that slower car. It's about two car lengths separating Hazelton and uh, Pope as they ground Riverside. Bob? Yep, as they come out of Riverside, they're going right over to Lost Hill. They got the slower car at the top of the hill. That is holding up Hazelton. Pope gets right on Hazelton's rear bumper. Slower car becomes, uh, I guess, sees them coming. And now Pope goes past Hazelton. Hazelton now goes past Pope. And uh, that slower car was used as a pick on two different occasions uh, <laughs> for two different drivers. Pretty interesting. So now as uh, they come out of Star Mazda, once again, it is Hazelton in the lead. Pope right on his rear bumper, and that slower car figures he might as well get involved as well. He's uh, trying to do a little drafting there, but uh, they've uh, they've gotten him. Uh, they've shaken him, and uh, they continue through sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, and as they uh, come down through the... Uh They've got a couple more cars. They've got the 33 they're coming up on right now. Hazleton about a car length above or in front of Pope with a 33 that, um, oh, that's Phil Clark, who is actually is out there. They're over in front of Chris, Tim right now. Yeah, we have a lot of cars trying to be passing through. It's getting a little confusing here. I got a lot of other cars trying to be passed. They're probably passing it. It's just trying to find that advantage. And it's looking like Herb is able to, to get away there. Little bit, not very much, as they're getting uh, coming up. Now I'm, I lost uh, Pope in the all right, they're coming up around Grapevine right now, and again, they are mixed in traffic. Now, they are both going by, and it looks like it is Pope ahead of Hazleton as uh, they got kind of shuffled around back there by the I 5, and they have. Um, Let's see, into, into uh, Riverside, it is still Pope with Hazleton right on his tail now, Bob, giving, hounding him for that spot. Yep, and uh, that is going to continue, I'm sure, for the rest of the race uh, as, as those guys are now only about two car lengths apart as they get into the drag strip. Uh, drag stripping down the, uh, the drag strip, 
<laughs> They're in the Star Mazda now, and only about a car length into the braking zone. Only a car length separates them. Now down to a half a car length. Now Pope is, uh, well, if this was a Mazda Miata uh, or Spec Miata, I would say they were bump drafting, but they didn't quite do that uh, at this point. So uh, they, uh, they are uh, rocking and rolling here as they come on through the turn and over and around towards you, Mike. All right, coming towards you right now is our race leader, Colin Jackson. So he's not that far behind these guys. We've got five laps to go here. Well, about four and a half, actually. Colin Jackson will be passing the line here in just a few moments, and it'll be four to go. But that's not stopping these guys in the STU battle as it's Nathan Pope, Ryland Hazelton. They go around over to Tim. All right, they're going to have a 48 car to deal with here shortly. Here comes Nathan Hazelton. Off the off ramp, coming the inside of the turn, and uh, Hazelton gets a little airy there in the back. They can keep it going down. Got a call in between the third and the race. Ryan Hazelton as they go on the I 5, coming down the I 5 that opens up to two car lengths, but they hit the braking zone, and that condenses back down to one car length as they go through the little turn there before the top of the hill. All right, so here they come again, and traffic still playing a, a uh, part in this as uh, our two STU drivers are going to be coming up on uh, some more lap traffic here or some traffic that's going to lap here uh, by the time they get back around to Bob over at Star Mazda Turn. Bob, they're through Riverside to you. All right, we're watching them as they come out of Riverside and into uh, a couple of uh, slower cars here. Not literally into, but certainly coming up on them as they hop over Lost Hill. It is, uh, it is still... Um, uh, it's still Hazelton uh, behind Pope as uh, they have uh, been running the last couple of laps. But now they're slowing down. Hazelton uh, taking a look at Pope's rear bumper, uh, only about uh, 10 feet behind him as the slower cars have really played into this. Now uh, Pope gets, uh, gets clear and uh, is uh, eyeballing car number 48 so he can maybe get, get by that and use him this keep up uh, uh, Pope behind him, or Hazelton that is behind him. He has absolutely done that. So two slow cars, and uh, 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 Pope is uh, in the middle, Hazelton in the rear of that, and they're over to you, sir. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I just saw a slick maneuver by Mike Lewis on the dogleg. He went back and forth weaving between about two or three slower cars. So he is trying his best to catch Colin Jackson here and get back in the hunt. So Hazelton now has got Ruth Roth in between him and Pope. As Pope has gotten around the 48, Hazelton has not. They're over by Tim. Yes, uh, it's looking like Hazelton and the 48 are going to try to going down the I-5 as they're trying to get by. And uh, Hazelton was able to get past the uh, 48 of Rothroth, but uh, they still have that traffic. All right, so a lot of traffic still for these STU drivers as they come down the back stretch, and yep, they're coming up on some more, <laughs> a couple more cars here. They keep messing with this traffic. Jackson's going to catch them, and Jackson, I believe, should be over by you, Tim. Uh, taking a look now. All right, we'll, we'll find Jackson here. We'll head over to Bob with that SCU race. All right, the SCU race is uh, once again a traffic race with uh, Pope ahead of Hazelton, and uh, these it's too wide right now. Pope and Hazelton going drivers right, the slower cars and drivers left. Now three wide as it goes into the uh, Star Mazda turn. Uh, Pope. Hey, whoa, whoa, Hazelton gets by Pope, and uh, they almost have a little skirmish with a slower car. Now Hazelton is back beside Pope. Hazelton gets by Pope, and uh, wow, we had to do a change in leadership and a rechange, and it is now Pope rolling through up on another slower <laughs> car with Hazelton behind him by about a car length and a half. Woo! Mike, it's over to you. Are you having fun out there, Bob? I'm having a blast, and I'm looking at our overall leaders who are getting closer and closer as well. All right. Well, there's Nathan Pope, Ryland Hazelton as they go around Sunrise. All right. Here they are. They're going to have the 121 to deal with. 
up there, but he is our fourth and all leader right now. So we'll see how that goes. About four car lengths separate both of you. Oak and Hazelton as they go on the high five right now. That opens up a little bit more as they're getting into the little turns here before Cotton Corners. As they're getting ready to go through, Mike Henderson is at the top of Cotton Corner as he's making his right onto the back stretch. Mike? All right, so Pope Hazelton still battling it out as they come out of uh, a river or a grapevine there about Five, maybe six car length advantage for Nathan Pope. Colin Jackson is over on the I-5. We have two laps to go here at uh, Buttonwillow Raceway Park. And, Bob, you're going to see Pope now with the biggest lead he's ever had over Hazleton. Wow. Yeah, that is incredible. So as they come up over Lost Hill, that is a huge lead for Pope. But uh, Hazleton still... Nevertheless, uh, uh, hanging in there as uh, he has uh, got Pope in his sights. It's about, uh, I, well, it's down to three car lengths now as they go into the braking zone of Star Mazda. Down to two car lengths. Remember, this is where they swapped leads last lap. And it uh, doesn't look like that's going to happen this time around. That was largely due to a slower car holding up uh, Hazleton. So uh, Hazleton now coming up on a slower car. But uh, Pope is uh, behind him. Uh, uh, a bit now here let's we got uh pope and hazelton coming together and it looks like we've got pope once again in the lead mike as they come around to you all right as they come down the front stretch here there is pope there is hazelton and they've got a uh lap car between them now as they go through turn number one and over to tim yes they're gonna have to deal with that lap car. Uh, number four uh, Brian Hazelton is slowing down significantly. He has just left the number four. Brian Hazelton is off the track. But Brian Hazelton is done. All right, coming by you right now is Colin Jackson, our race leader. Pick it up, Tim. We're on the white flag lap. All right, Colin Jackson is going into the off-ramp right now, going past Ryan Hazleton as he's on the back stretch now. Uh, Colin Jackson has a wide open track in front of him right now as he's going into the first braking zone so before Cotton Corners. So, Mike, let's go ahead and walk our GT and overall leader on home. Will do. Here he comes around the grapevine one last time and down the back stretch. It is Colin Jackson. Hasn't raced in an SCCA race in two and a half years. Comes down here, kicks off the rust yesterday with a second. Today, he's going to take home the trophy as Colin Jackson is our race leader. He is through Riverside, Bob, coming to you with nobody near him. Yep, uh, you're absolutely right, Mike. And uh, he has put on one heck of a driving exhibition here. Uh, rust. We don't need no stinking rust. <laughs> he's uh, he's just uh, just uh, dominating this field today as uh, he comes around and into Star Mazda. Now, yeah, there's a slower car in front of him, but that's not really going to hold him up. Certainly not enough to uh, have uh, uh, Mike Kelly catch him or Michael Lewis catch him as uh, he comes through Star Mazda here and comes into the S's for the last time. He is just putting on a driving exhibition, my friend. Here he goes, right on past and out of it, out of the S's into the straight and over to uh, the uh, the sunset turn for the last time. Mike, take it to the checker. All right, Langley, British Columbia's own Colin Jackson coming down the front stretch. He has really slowed it down. He's going to enjoy this. He's doing about 25 miles an hour. He sees those checkered flags. He is loving it. Colin Jackson wins GT3 and wins the overall race here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. I'm sure it's probably a uh, emotional time for him right now, seeing that he was uh, only ran two races up in Canada. Neither were SCCA races. They were kind of short kind of race things. So I'm sure, you know, as, as he puts, pulled in that pit out and coming into the paddock area, who knows? Maybe he's out of gas, too. Who knows? But uh, Colin Jackson, congratulations, brother. You are the winner here as everybody else goes by. Guys, go ahead. Now we'll shut it down out there and come on back. Call it a day. Call it a weekend. 
All right, so we're going to go through with a full field rundown now as this race is in the books. And it's, uh, let's go with this. GT3, of course, Colin Jackson wins it. Mike Lewis second. Tony Rivera third. Mike Henderson comes in fourth, one lap down. Doug Ruthroth fifth. Christopher Qualls sixth. Wolfgang Maki seventh. Troy Ermish, unfortunately, finishes eighth, 15 laps down to the leader. In STL, David Zink holds off Wesley Molno by 3.7 seconds. Todd Launchball comes in third. Richard James fourth. Christian Valdez fifth. Joe Schubert sixth, one lap down. Carl Young, I'm sorry, well, Joe Schubert right on the end of the uh, first lap. So he is on the lead lap. Carl Young will finish seventh, five laps down. STU, Nathan Pope. Wins, Mark Hoover comes in second, a lap down. Wilson Powell third, Kevin Lachance fourth. Ryland Hazelton, who gave us a heck of a show with Pope most of the race, had some issues. He finishes fifth. Dale Schumacher sixth. Joseph Hong finishes in seventh. In T2, Michael Butenko. He takes his Mustang to the top and keeps it there. Norm Benson comes in second, one lap down. And finally, in T4, Izzy Sanchez quietly just laps the field in T4. Rick Delamar finishes second. Phil Clark a lap down. Tony Karatsis finishes in fourth. And Stephen Lakey finishes in fifth. And that rounds out your... uh, Racing here this weekend at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. Again, we want to thank everybody here at Cal Club for having us out here for this Super Tour event. We appreciate. Always love coming out. Hopefully, we'll see you guys again next year. So, as everything closes down here, let's do one final thing. We want to uh, let everyone know the coverage of the Cal Club Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park has been brought to you locally on the Performance Motorsports Network by East Street Racing. From race-prepped engine builds, East Street Racing is your Mazda Miata headquarters. Keep an eye on Jim Drago in the number two, Preston Partisan to 42 as they take on the best in the class all season long, and we're expecting to see them in three weeks at Atlanta. And, of course, by Branding Speed, the new book by Fritz Wilkie, our own favorite uh, B-Spec driver. The number one new release in motorsports, Branding Speed, is full of practical, real-world branding tips that you can use to take your team to the next level, all the while keeping within a grassroots size budget. Buy Branding Speed on Amazon.com today. For the entire race group here, or race crew here, I should say, from the Performance Motorsports Network, we thank you all for everything this weekend. Three weeks. We'll see you in Atlanta.